Welcome to Stardust Stereo. I'm Parker McFinney. I'm your host. Today's the 23rd of February, year 2023. Today, I'm going to talk about Saturn and Pluto. Saturn-Pluto midpoint. That's when we take the degree and placement of Saturn and the degree and placement of Pluto we combine them, we find the midpoint, and that midpoint combines both the energies of Saturn and Pluto. First, we're going to talk briefly about Saturn and Pluto. Saturn is at the last degree of Aquarius, or about to be at the very last degree, and Pluto is at the last degree of Capricorn. So the relevance of this is quite important because Saturn will shift in to Pisces on March 7th and Pluto will shift in to Aquarius on March 23rd. And when we have the outers, Saturn and Pluto are considered outers, shifting into new zodiac signs, it's a big deal because they move so slowly that they will throw an influence, a spotlight, a looking at the mirror of how you can utilize the new placements. It also indicates when they are at the last degree of any sign, the ending of a cycle. And of course, that means the beginning of a new cycle. Now, Saturn stays in the same sign approximately two and a half years. Pluto more like 20. Pluto's entrance into Aquarius, I will do a podcast on later. It is going to be very interesting March because what comes up, we will see a taste in the global community of the next 20 years. Pluto will happen to go back into Capricorn a few more times before it completely secures itself in the sign of Aquarius. The last degrees have a final energy. It's a little bit like the performance of a run of a play and it's closing night. We will want to close the run of the play on a high note. We don't always do that, but we can strive for it. Saturn deals with restrictions and structure Pluto deals with transformation, so I thought it might be useful to look at the Saturn-Pluto midpoint and talk about how to utilize its energies, the main adjectives that are connected with the Saturn-Pluto midpoint, and what to look out for. Also really useful would be to look in your birth chart, and you can get one online, if you do not have one, you do need your birth time. If you don't know your birth time, you'll have to run a sun chart, which just means putting 6 o'clock, 6 a.m. on the time of when the sun rose. It's very useful. We can't always have our exact birth time. People that were born in England during the war do not have any record of it. So I have worked with sun charts throughout all my years of reading and they are useful so do not despair if you do not know your birth time 
The Saturn-Pluto midpoint right now is at 13 degrees Aquarius. It will move ever so slightly from 13 degrees to 17 degrees and then back 14, 15. So basically, look for the area in your chart that holds 13 Aquarius to 17 Aquarius. And this information will be valid from now until January 2024. What you need to know is Saturn and Pluto are very serious planets. They don't mess around. They are also your personal PowerPoint. Now, if you look to any of the traditional astrologers, and I'm thinking specifically of Rinhold Eberton, and we know he was born a long time ago with that kind of first name. He wrote a fabulous little book called The Combination of Stellular Influences. He doesn't have very much of a favorable view at all of Saturn and Pluto, and I do understand why. Although he does make a little note of how it's a great place for hard work. And it is. The Saturn-Pluto midpoint is where you will work very hard. It is also the area of your chart where you will transform yourself if you desire. Because Pluto is all about transformation, rising above, becoming empowered, getting strong. Saturn rules our spine, our bones, our teeth, boundaries, limitations, and the long-haul commitment. Anybody that's lived on this planet longer than 15 years knows to get what you want in life, you need a combination of hard work, incredible luck, and divine grace. If you miss any of those three ingredients, it's not quite as easy to achieve your goals. And not everybody achieves their goals in a righteous way. And the Saturn-Pluto midpoint also has a characteristic of representing the bully. In your own birth chart, there will be a Saturn-Pluto midpoint. But I'm not going to talk about that today. And also, of course, I couldn't talk about that because everybody's chart's different. So everybody's Saturn-Pluto midpoint is going to be a million different positions. But if we look at Saturn Pluto midpoint in the sky and how it's activating our chart, what house it falls in in our chart, we can get a clue as to where we can empower ourselves. And we can also get a clue if we're having difficulty and that we need to pay attention to how that Saturn Pluto is aspected by transits or by personal planets in our chart. For example, if you have the sun at 17 degrees Aquarius, this year that Saturn slash Pluto midpoint is going to be activated by your sun. Does that mean you're doomed to have to deal with the bully at work? 
maybe, but it also gives you an opportunity to transcend that, to also, dare I say, send love and understanding to the bully, because everybody knows a bully is very insecure. That's why they're a bully. People who are aware that they are loved and that they are love don't bully other people, plain and simple. Now, this also includes dictators, and there are some world leaders in our amidst that are straight-up bullies, and I would venture to say they do not love themselves, and that's really sad, and we can't change them. Only they can change them. Only they can change themselves. You can never change a bully. They have to do it. It's an inside job. But you can help them to see that love exists in the world and that compassion is there by disciplining yourself, that's Saturn, and sending the power of love, that's Pluto. Saturn, Pluto, midpoint, either in your chart or in the sky, is your power point. The first two questions I would ask myself, and I do ask myself these questions, how do you hold yourself back? How do you work your own power? The only thing you can ever control is how you change yourself. So if you tap in to an awareness of the ways in which you're limiting yourself or limiting what you are capable of or putting down yourself. A lot of people out there put down themselves. If they don't do a perfect job, they beat themselves up. But the thing is, when we do an imperfect job, if it be with a artistic project or in a relationship or how we handle our anger, when we do an imperfect example of how we'd like to be, we learn. We have a chance. We can redo. We, as a species, are capable of so much. All we have to do is tap into our own belief system. Now, Saturn dealing with limitations is not a bad thing. Neither is Pluto. These planets are not evil. Yes, they give us hard lessons. But if we listen and pay attention, we grow from them. And Saturn's limitations sometimes can be a good thing. If you're eating an entire quart of ice cream, yes, that's bad. You need to limit it. And with Pluto, which is all about power, if you're abusing your power or ignoring your power, that's a bad thing. So it's always moderation. So let's look where 13 Aquarius goes through your chart 13 to 17 degrees Aquarius for some people it may move from one house to the other if this midpoint is in your first house that would mean you have an Aquarius rising you absolutely need to look at the way you strengthen yourself the physical body and also your mental mindset the way that you look at the world your attitude is Oh, so very important. I would suggest that you empower yourself 
with people that have really great self-confidence because then you can learn from them. We teach, everybody teaches by example. Second house, if Saturn-Pluto midpoint at this Aquarius degrees falls in your second house, you need to look at how you have limited what your income could be. Or perhaps you need more discipline in the way that you have the outflow going. The Pluto there says, I want to transform the work I do. So ask yourself the big questions. What is it that really gives you a B12 shot? Are you following that work? Have you let go of your dreams for some reason, conditioning, cultural upbringing? Oh, no, you can't be an actor. You must be a lawyer. You know, when we do things according to other people's values and not our own, we are not empowering ourselves. So empower yourself with that Saturn-Pluto midpoint in your second house. Empower your income. Look and see where you might solder power to your self-esteem. Third house, communication. Brothers and sisters, neighborhood. Saturn midpoint there is, how can I help strengthen my communication skills by meeting more of my neighbors? By maybe being involved in a watchdog situation in the community so that we all feel safer. Fourth house, the physical home, Saturn, Pluto. How can I structure my physical home in a way that allows me to love my home? How can I have a relationship with the parents? Fourth house is also the mother, but it's the parental axis, so it deals both with mother and father. How can I strengthen my ties to my parents so that I feel a great sense internally of who I am, where I come from, and therefore where I can go. Now, if we come from a lower advantaged family or a situation where poverty was prevalent, that doesn't mean we just stay there. We have to use our willpower, our smarts, our determination, our long-term goals to move out of that situation. The key with Saturn and Pluto is do not give up. They are slow-moving planets. Take it step by step. Anytime you have a goal that you're trying to reach, you don't look at the end game at the beginning of the game. You may take a glance shot at where you'd like to achieve, but ultimately you have to start with the first step. The baby does not learn to walk instantly. It's they step up, they fall down, they crawl. You know, everything in life is like that. Fifth house, romance, love, kids, Saturn, Pluto midpoint. If that's in your fifth house, you will have to be very clear how you discipline your children, how you are disciplined and feeling empowered in ways in which you create, the consistency of showing up and making that creation every day, the consistency of sharing with 
intimate partners, the constant commitment and going through those boyfriend-girlfriend relationships when you may not be getting what you need, but not jumping ship. Sixth house, Saturn-Pluto midpoint in your sixth house, take care of your health. What do you need to eliminate? And what foods will give you a stronger constitution? It's about what you do consistently with this house. Like I said, Saturn-Pluto is not the easiest combination. That's why it's got the reputation of being a bully. When people are using it negatively, they take their power and they restrict others and they are control freaks. And all of this, of course, stems because they have no self-confidence. So they have to act it out on another, the lack of confidence. So the Saturn-Pluto in the sixth house is saying, you've got some lessons to learn here about your everyday habits and how to make them strengths. In astrology, we're always trying to make our weaknesses strengths and our strengths stronger. Sixth house also deals with co-workers. So are you supportive of your co-workers? Do you help people raise their morale? All these little bitty things add up to helping you feel more powerful and more standing tall for the good things in life. Seventh house, it falls in your partnership house. That's business or romantic. You will probably have many lessons of responsibility within the partnerships. Sometimes they may feel like a burden. With a Saturn-Pluto midpoint in this area, it would be especially delicate to communicate how you feel overburdened and having shared responsibility, gradually letting a person know, well, I need a little bit more help. You know, there's ways to ask for help with that seventh house of partnership beyond getting pissed off. You know, you can make a list, you can make it a project and get a board and write the duties of the household and you can alternate them every week. Y'all are creative people. You can come up with solutions to create structure and power that is productive. So the Saturn-Pluto midpoint in that seventh house can indicate that you're a power couple that you know how to move and shake and get things done over the long haul. Like I said, these are not bad planets, but they will highlight areas that we are weak in so that we can grow strong. Eighth house, other people's money, sex, taxes, Saturn, Pluto. Well, you might be into s and I'm not going to really comment about that. I would say that the eighth house, really, with a Saturn-Pluto, you've got to be really careful of how you use power. Everything that we do in the universe comes back to us. The power of love is awesome. And of course, making love is just one expression of it. The power of security in finances, eighth house being a finance 
is a great thing. And the power of the IRS to come down on you when you don't adhere by their rules can be very frightening. So those are the areas that you want to shore up, be strong, get wise. Ninth house, higher education, your faith, foreigners, long distance travel, Saturn, Pluto there. You could learn from other countries. You could learn from actually their hardships. And I can sit, tell you absolutely, if you ever travel to a third world country and you live in America, it will open your eyes. You will suddenly feel very appreciative of our telephone system alone. The Saturn Pluto in that ninth house says, where is the faith limit? Where is the faith power? Am I going dogma path? Or am I going empowerment path? Am I going for enlightenment? Or am I trying to control others through my faith? How can I let my faith guide me to be the strongest that I can be? Tenth house. That's the boss house and the father house. That's also the mission in life. With the Saturn Pluto there, you are going to want to rule. But... As we all know, do we want to be a ruler that everybody loves or one that everybody fears? You will not get the best production out of people, nor will you get commitment and loyalty if you rule from fear. So Saturn and Pluto there, we rule with a strong constitution and a powerful heart. And we blend both this constitution and integrity to make for a fantastic boss. We also take those same elements to further our mission or our dream. Now, since this Saturn-Pluto point that I'm discussing is in Aquarius, and that would mean you have Aquarius at the top of the chart, that also means the, the group is more powerful. Everything that I do to lead the group then becomes more of what is possible. More than one is always able to get the job done faster than the solo. So how do we unite as a group? How do I unite my workers as a team that feels friendly to each other? 11th house. That is the house of long-term hopes and wishes, friends. It rules Congress. It rules the area that you wish to one day be at. With Saturn, Pluto there, don't give up on yourself. Don't reach too low. Reach further than you think you can go. Pluto, be your own cheerleader. But then call in all your friends to help you achieve your goals. Share your ideas with them. Join groups. That 11th house is the group house. Saturn Pluto there can mean used in a right direction. Powerful change is manifested. 12th house. That is the retreat house. That rules institutions 
hospitals, prisons, ashrams. It is also where you go in your cave to restore yourself. Pluto Saturn there says you probably keep all your fears inside. Let them go. Release them. Write them down. Bury them in the earth. Give only empowerment to that which makes you feel worthy, makes you feel strong. And if you do have groups that you meet with in temple or temple-like environment, spiritual groups, this is a great way to feel that sense of the powerfulness that we all have because at the end of it, we are all spirit. The body drops away, but our spirit self is always with us. So when we spend time assembling with people that are like-minded and have the same goal, we empower ourselves and the goal. So take your Saturn-Pluto position of the 13 to 17 degrees Aquarius. Take that, look in your chart where it falls, and pay extra attention to it from now until January and how you can become the best that you can possibly be. I'm Parker McFinney. Thank you for listening. This is Stardust Stereo. I'd like to thank my patrons. You know who you are. If you'd like to become a patron, you can do so at patreon.com slash parkermcp. And I'd like to mention, if you're a patron, you actually get these podcasts when they're produced and not days later. I also want to remind you, you are made of stardust. So go shine.